In association with Red Books, Aoife Rose O'Brien has penned a powerful first novel and she joins me now. Good morning, Alan. How are you? Um, delighted to talk to you. You've got this wonderful book based on truth, but also it, you've called it a novel, I take it, and it's it's called Brona. What's the background to Brona, Aoife Rose? So, basically, in a nutshell, it is a fictional story, but it is based on true events. Um, so, the character in the story, unfortunately, is a survivor of um, sexual assault when she was a child, okay? That part of the story is actually based on a bit of research that i done. Um, I suppose, as I said to you already, I'm not at liberty to discuss a whole lot about that, um, but it just highlights, I suppose, the severity of the impact that that can play on a person's life as an adult. So after that, then, I decided to kind of introduce my own story. Um, I myself am a survivor, and... In the story, I suppose, I just took snippets of more so the emotion that I felt and the impact that it played on my life, and I put it into this character's story there. So I'm wanting to basically highlight the issues around sexual violence in Ireland today. Um, I feel that sometimes our voices aren't heard the way that they should be. and I suppose that's, without giving too much away on the book, um, that's kind of where her, her path goes down. That because her voice wasn't heard, um, because she didn't have enough support, um, things took a turn for her. Uh, I, I saw a very interesting article in this week's edition of Works for People penned by Simon Burke where you talk about after the first incident which was traumatic for you you then had another incident where your your life was at risk uh, uh, where, where you were throttled uh, can you share that with us? Do you feel comfortable sharing that with us Aoife Rose? And if you don't I totally understand Of course, no it's no problem at all um, so unfortunately yes two completely separate incidents um, I was actually attacked just randomly one night in town um, and I was picked up by the throat and strangled. Um, Now, thankfully, in my defence, I had done one day of a self-defence introductory course one year prior, something I'd never even shed another light on and I'd never even thought about it before, um, before that moment again. So in that moment of time, Thankfully, I actually remembered one or two little things and I just made it a little bit of room between myself and him. Um, two two young men walking by actually saved me. They were able to kind of, I suppose, rip me from his his hold. And at that moment, I mean, I was yeah. hysterical. Um, it was the scariest moment of my life, I suppose. Um, so I ran. And thankfully, I ran into... Um, a local pizza, pizza shop and they rang the cards and because I suppose I was so scared during the whole experience unfortunately I never got the two the two men's names who who helped me that night um, I did actually end up in the hospital I, I had soft tissue damage I had to get a couple of x-rays and things like that but the scariest part of it all was the fact that my, my feet couldn't, couldn't even touch the ground any longer um yeah. And I suppose there was a couple of seconds there where, where things got very real very quickly for me. And because it was a random attack as well, I'm not trying to say that anybody should ever expect anything like that, but there, it was a person that I didn't even really know and there was yeah. there was absolutely no reason for it. So, yeah, it was very scary. And, and I suppose I'd been also dealing with the previous incident 
Um, so it was turmoil there for a little while. It was, it was very, very challenging. But in the strength that I found through all of that experience and thankfully with the help of the Rape Crisis Centre in Wexford, it just gave me the strength to actually be able to speak out about it and make people realise, unfortunately, this is our reality and unfortunately our home isn't as safe as we maybe feel that it is. All right. The book itself then, the, the journey you chart on, is there a rebirth at the end of it? So at the end of the book, do you come out of it a, a positive person? Or are you still traumatised by it? Have you found a new way of life out after all you've been through? Oh, 100%, yeah. Um, both incidents took place nearly four years ago now, Alan. So I've had a lot of time to actually to work through everything. Strangely enough, um, this book was actually a form of therapy for me. I, I never wrote it actually intending to publish it or even with the idea that it could become a novel. Um, I suppose through the Rave Crisis Centre again, it was just a form of my therapy just to kind of get my emotions down on paper and it just took off. Um, at the time, I was actually out sick from work. I have autoimmune hepatitis, so I was out for, for quite a while actually. And I suppose I just had the time to kind of reflect at that moment. And within those couple of weeks that I actually wrote this story, I really do feel like it just, it just kind of let me drop that weight off and kind of realise that although I was always grieving the person that I was before these incidents, I can use these negative impacts on me to, to be a positive um, role in other people's lives as much as I can now. By all means, I don't think that I'm I'm anything special or anything like that. But the way I see it is, if I can have the courage to have my voice be heard now to try and help other people who might be going through the same situations, yeah. if I can get through it, then they can. Yeah. You know, ten times over. In the article, you talk about your son and the important role he plays. Is he is he your rock? Is he the the one you go to? Is, is he your pride oh, and joy? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Honest to God, like he's only turning seven next month. So thankfully he doesn't understand any of this. He doesn't really know what's going on and hopefully won't for a very long time. But the help that he gave me through all of this, I mean, the days, Alan, where I found like I couldn't leave my house. Thankfully I had support of family and friends there who, who helped keep me safe. But there was days and weeks and months really where I struggled for a really long time. And waking up in the morning to that little smile and him telling me that he was proud of me and that he loved me, it just got me through everything. Yeah. Um, still to this day, I mean, he, he turned around to me the other day and, and said that he wants me to go viral, that he's so proud of me. <laughs> you know, like, bless him, he's, his innocence is what I'm kind of trying to protect here. Um, I don't want our children growing up in a world where this is a, this is a reality for them. You know, I never want them to feel the pain that, that me and so many others have had to go through. And hopefully, if we can all kind of join together now when it is so paramount that we can actually change this for them and change the future for them and make it a safer place. The book has been launched officially between 12 and 2 on Saturday and then it's uh, available in Red Books and all good bookstores. I wish you the very best to look and I look forward to talking to you again because I know when we do a panel discussion uh, and the whole area of domestic violence and violence in general, you're very willing to participate and we look forward to talking to you again, Eva Rose. Alan, I can't thank you enough for this opportunity and I really look forward to that.